Hey, Disneyholics. Before we get today's episode started, I wanted to give a quick content warning. In today's episode, we discuss deaths at Disney parks, as well as mentions of injuries, health conditions, suicide, and other criminal acts. In addition, we want to be sensitive to the recent tragedy that occurred at Icon Park in Orlando, Florida. Unfortunately, we had planned this episode before the incident. Please feel free to skip this episode if you would not like to hear this type of content, and we will see you again next week. And with that said, on with the show. Fails and missteps, lawsuits and settlements, you are now tuned in to the Disney Holic Show. Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Jen Diz. And that's my TV. Today, we will be wrapping up our Patreon podcast takeover with the history of deaths at Disneyland and our top 10 Disney fails. Well, this is the last episode of Patreon Takeover Month, as we like to call it. However, this is a month and change episode because we had so many topics that we rolled over a whole extra week with Patreon topics. And we also wrapped up our Patreon Takeover Month with a happy hour that we called Festival of Fools, which was on April 1st. So last Friday, we had a happy hour with all of our Patreon members. So fun. It was so fun. We learned... As usual, we learned from other Disney fans, fun facts, things about uh, some of the things we talked about on our podcast, and we learned more about those topics. We just love hanging out with the patrons, so definitely love Patreon Month. Yes, I, I love how like diverse our group is to where everyone has a different story from a different era of Disney, too. Like It just kind of... We can all learn from each other, I feel like. It's yeah, really it's cool. Fun. Like You always hear a story that you didn't here before when you go to these happy hours, which is always fun. Um, And I did put everyone to the test. I did a trivia game full of um, trivia questions based on the Patreon takeover topics. So I put you guys to test on your own topics, and you guys killed it. Killed it. And I think Don Glover, congratulations, Don, you were the big winner. However, we had some tech difficulties, so I will give a runner-up to everyone else that played. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was so fun. Um, My personal favorite, for some reason, just because I was cracking up, we had just finished all of our games and trivia, and then Jessica comes in, and she's like, and then Emma's like, are you the one who, who made them watch Home on the Range? And that was, like, part of our <laughs> trivia. And it was great. It, like, launched right back into the same conversation, but, like, a different style of it right after. <laughs> that was really funny. My favorite thing was the learning about, um, what is that parade called? Paint the Night. And, mm-hmm. and getting that information that that song is actually from Brother Bear. And I thought that was such a cool connection because we are not Brother Bear fans. I know neither of us have seen the movie in full length, which we might do now as one of our own uh, challenges to review that movie. But I didn't know that. And to hear that uh, fact from our own listeners was really cool. Wait, hold on. Is it from Paint the Night? 
Yes. This is the moment. Oh, wait. Am I mixing that up? Oh, wait. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're right. That means we learned two We learned two, two song facts. Two fun facts about two parades. Even better. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. Brother Bear has the song Welcome. And everybody do, knows do, it do, when you hear do, it. Do, 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 I feel like I know all the words, but they're probably all wrong, so I'm not going to sing them now. Exactly. And it sounds like a theme park song, but little did we know it's actually from Brother Bear. Um, and it triggered a memory because I remember being in a Disney store when they were playing that movie, and I was just so confused at why they were playing a Disney Disneyland or Disney World song or whatever in this older movie. And then we also found out Paint the Night's song was originally from... Wreck-It it was Ralph. from Hong Kong, I believe. Or well, no, it was, what was it from? It, it was from the Wreck-It Ralph soundtrack. Wreck-It Ralph, that's yeah. right. And then it one was of When the... Can I See You Again? And then they changed it to When Can We Do This Again for right. it to go to the parks at the parade. Both <gasps> performed by the band Owl City. So And that is truly my question. Like, when can we do this again? I just <laughs> yes. want to know. Yes, and I would love if they just brought Paint the Night back as is. Like, they don't even have to change it. I just love that yeah, no. parade so much. We barely got it. Same with Magic Happens. Like, all these parades that we just got, like, this, like, taster of, right? Like, come <laughs> right. on, let's bring them back. Let's do this. Bring See, Magic back. Happens could be daytime, and then Paint the Night could be the nighttime parade. Oh, those go everyone perfectly well together, too. freak out. Yeah. Imagine the fanfare on that one. If they brought them back together, oh my God, it'd be crazy. Would you forgive Chapek if he said, oh, I'm going to bring back Magic Happens and Paint the Night? I mean, probably not, but I'm saying <laughs> this would be a really good move on his part. <laughs> it would, it would. Maybe tomorrow can get the credit if they do that. You can't hide behind a couple parades, though. Right. Like, Chapek, I'm yeah. going to find you. <laughs> You're lucky I was too distracted on opening day to, like, come say hi to you. <laughs> that was another fun thing that came up during our happy hour, is just always hearing the constant debate between other Disney fans about, you know, like, what is Chapek doing wrong? And, you know, is the Disney company in trouble? What's going to happen to the future of attendance and theme parks? So it was cool listening to everybody talk about their perspectives on, you know, what's going to happen. And it seems like I've never, it's it's the most I've ever heard fans talk this seriously about the business side of it. So I think yeah, that's that not, nice. a, not, a, not a good sign for Disney, but we'll <laughs> right. keep an eye on yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> the conversations have gotten real now, right? Not yeah. just like a bitch fest. It's like now there's like a lot of information out there that everybody has read and seen multiple times on yeah. social media or wherever. And now we have the actual real raw data that's like... This sucks. Yeah. And this is why instead of just like, man, I don't like him for, and I don't really know why. It's like everyone actually knows why. Yeah. And a lot of times they'll apply their own like practical business knowledge to what that would Mm -hmm. mean if that would happen to any business other than Disney. So I don't know. I hope they get things together and I hope the magic comes back at the top. Everything else is great. It's at the top at leadership is where we're seeing all these issues. Right. Well, we had a blast of happy hour. So once again, thank you to our patrons who uh, made it to the happy hour. And for those of you who didn't, we will have another one soon. So we will have some fun with all you guys. And uh, as always, just I love engaging with all of you guys. It's so much fun. So anyways, let's go ahead and move on to our final Patreon topic. Well, I cannot wait until the next fun Patreon happy hour. And what a a way to start wrapping up 
wrapping up, like wrap up, literally, because we're about to talk about <laughs> the history of deaths at places like <laughs> Disneyland. <laughs> and this was a really, really cool, morbid, but fun to research topic from Christina. So thank you for uh, that really, really interesting suggestion. Yes. Um, me being the like morbid minded, I guess. I've always been fascinated with things like this. I remember getting my first Mouse Tales book. If anybody has either, I think they only have two of them. Um, they talk about deaths at Disneyland in there. And I was just like, wow. It, for some reason, the like mixture of death and the happiest place on earth is just like the craziest thing to me. So it's always like <laughs> been on my mind. <laughs> Um, and through this research, I've actually finally got to sit down and like have a reason to dig in and read through these things. It's surprisingly nowhere near as bad as I expected. So that's a good thing, right? It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And I think um, it's because of that weird contrast you said, like if something horrible happens at like the happiest place it just it just hits differently it does <laughs> it's like gonna be more whoa yeah, what do you memorable. mean how <laughs> it's almost like you can't understand that it's even possible um so i did a lot of my research through wikipedia and i liked that they have some of these um incidents kind of divided up into different groups which i kind of fell along with um just because i thought it was really smart so um I'm going to be talking about a few things about negligence on the guest's part. So that means like if somebody undid their seatbelt and stood up during a ride or jumped out of a moving train or whatever it is, like those are things that are on the guest's negligence. Um, you got to follow those, of a guest, those safety huh? spiels. You got to follow those safety gotta, spiels. Got to lower that, that lap bar because <laughs> it's bar. the wildest ride in the wilderness. <laughs> Keep your arms and legs in the vehicle at all times. Come on. Hats inside. <laughs> um, and then there, there's also the result of a guest's known or unknown health issues. So this would be something unrelated to how the park is uh, working. It's more so um, their health issues, right? And then negligence on the po park's part. So this is where they weren't keeping up with maintenance, didn't have correct um, training for the operator, etc., and or just an actual accident. So people slipping or falling. Um, and yeah, so there's quite a different lot of ways that people have died in the parks. <laughs> and I actually went ahead and covered all of Disney parks because I just went kind of into the rabbit hole and didn't come out for a while. <laughs> so here we are. Um, and one thing I did that I'll be covering today is I only went with guest death with a few exceptions, but there was a lot of like, um, work. What's the word for it? Oh, um, you mean like that monorail, that guy, the driver of the monorail, yeah, right? Yeah. And like construction, like when they're building a land, somebody dies on, at, while doing construction. I skipped those because we are the guests. So I kind of kept it more focused to something that we might experience, which hopefully none of us <laughs> wow, do. Wow, wow. So let's make it even more relatable for us listeners. You so. know, I've had some people say to me, like, you know, like those people are real sassy about me going too much to Disneyland. It just becomes their own personal problem. 
And they told me like, you know, you're increasing your risk of dying on a roller coaster by going so often or whatever. I was like, well, at least I'll die happy. That's always my comeback. I'm like, whatever. That so. is like the strangest statistic to like tell somebody to because. Yeah, I've had it at least twice. If, right. I think three times. Especially it's not like a people. thrill park. You're not going skydiving or scuba diving right. or something like that. Yes. Then it's, even then it's Disneyland. It's not even like Magic <laughs> yeah. Mountain with these crazy roller yeah. coasters. Yeah. It's the tamest of tame. And the most beautiful. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, so I only went with guest deaths. And then, um, like I said, I realized it's not nearly as many as I had expected. So really, really, really good. So I have a couple pieces of death trivia for you, Mike, before we Ooh. jump in. And I just want to know off the top, which Disney resort do you think is the deadliest? Deadliest. Okay. Can you define Disney resort? Like a place yeah, to like, stay? No, like the whole resort. So oh, okay. like Disneyland would be the two parks and the hotels. Oh, okay. I would say yeah. Disney World. Well, Disney World was it. Right. I was wondering if it was going to be Disneyland because it was open much longer and it was open in like the 50s. Oh, they I were didn't not even, even think of that. Oh, I see what you mean. In total. <laughs> wow. That's actually, um, actually, it's still not surprising because it's Florida. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> Just saying, I mean, it's a little Sorry, less lax on the <laughs> rules really. there. Uh, uh, there's no OSHA. I mean, like Florida's California, even getting called out. OSHA, yeah. like you can't do anything. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Um, but you're right, it is Walt Disney World. And I also found out that there has not been a single death at Hong Kong or Tokyo oh, at all. And in Shanghai, there was only one death, but it was from someone fainting. So it was obviously like some type of health issue. Um but yeah, isn't that crazy to think there's like yeah. multiple resorts where literally nobody has died at? I don't know. I thought that was weird, but it's great. It's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is good, especially since you have different categories too, right? Like I don't know if it's if it's good accent wise, but not good for like murderers. I'm not sure. I can't find a figure right, out. Right, right. Um, oh, that's another fun one. I'm going to bring up <laughs> while we're talking worse. to. Um, and then another trivia for you is which ride do you think is the deadliest? Which ride has most people died wow. on? And so this can be across saying, all the parks. You're saying there's a there's a Disney ride that has more than one person that has been, yes. has lost their life on it? Yes. Oof. Okay. Um, and this can be anything. This isn't just like the ride was broken. Oh, okay. Whatever. It's like health issues and everything. I'm going to say it was... Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, because it is very wild. There's um, there's strobe in it, so if someone didn't see the warning, they might have had a seizure. I don't know. Like, what could it possibly tame be? Tame again. Tame, tame. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually Space Mountain. Oh, gosh. Is yeah. it because of the speed? Like, what's going on? Uh, numerous things, and I will tell you about them later, Ooh. but four of them were in Disney World, so... Pretty crazy. Wow. So multiple space mountains have had a death. Yes. Yeah, and I have gosh. to say that specific space mountain in Disney World is very rough. So <laughs> it's like the Matterhorn rough, right? It's kind of crazy. Ooh, now does that, give, um, does that give some weight to the weird stranger or whoever told you that there's more chances to die? Because that is like one of the thrilling rides. It's more yeah, Six Flags yeah. than it is, you know, Disney. I mean, I guess Ooh. it's factual. We've, you know. I'm, I'm not going to go there. Anyways. <laughs> um, so five people have passed away while riding Space Mountain. 
Um, and then I wanted to give an honorable mention to the parking lot and Mickey and Friends structure because there have been three suicides, a shooting, and someone was run over by a commercial bus all in that area at Disneyland Resort. What? What? The heck? Lots of people jump off the parking lot structure. It's so crazy. Like why Mickey would, and Friends parking know. garage? Yeah. And then I wow. found out, like, super dark, but suicides are commonly done off of parking structures which i did not know was a thing <laughs> super weird anyways dark a lot of it's gonna be dark let's move on all right i had th- i had so. some thoughts about like the practicality <laughs> and um and ease of, ease of access to it without supervision oh, totally. right there's no security usually if it's a yeah. closed garage yeah too, and night. i'm an idiot because i'm like why would you want this so like sad like what a sad place to die they aren't fucking thinking about that <laughs> like that's not can we that one is not day what do in their state of mind at the a, time <laughs> i want to do a dark morbid trip actually maybe i don't want to but if we ever make it out to tokyo <laughs> disney you know there's like that suicide forest oh my god jacob and i were talking about that he's like i want to go but i actually don't <laughs> i think I, I think i'd be scarred you know how easily i get like tainted energy wise from bad energy yeah Woo! and jacob's like what if there is actually something that makes you because that's the rumor right is right. that you go there and yeah. something just like takes over and makes you kill yourself and i'm like what the fuck i'm also okay with avoiding that and you can't live to tell the story just like any other supernatural murder my curiosity and fascination is there but i think i might skip anyways all right so let's get on to the actual list of deaths at the parks in uh disneyland first so disneyland being the first and foremost park um the very first incident fatal incident can you can you guess where wait, wait, hold, on. <laughs> hold on i am still stuck on the parking garage thing because i'm thinking <laughs> i feel like this is fi- maybe fictional now i don't i can't remember anymore my memories if of what's true crime or what's like a movie i watched but i feel like a lot of like kidnappings and you know like stick em ups and murders also happen in parking garages it's just like a good spot to do these horrible things <laughs> there it isn't a lot of even like Batman was in there with, what's the guy with the bag over his head? <laughs> the oh, potato Scarecrow. sack? Scarecrow. Scarecrow. Yeah, they yeah. were in a parking garage, right? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I don't, so I don't know go. why that's, it is terrifying though. And maybe that's just why too, is like, you know, that feeling when you're the only person in the parking garage and it's way too late. It's yes. so creepy every can, single time. I can imagine the, right now you press the button to hear your car. Oh, echoing. Ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> It was even in like Poltergeist three or something oh, yeah, too. Yeah, the go, one where they're in the Metropolitan, the top, the big. Yeah. Building. Oh my god. <laughs> See, parking garages, parking garages are scary. They just Mickey are. and Friends. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, where do you think the first death occurred in Disneyland? What first attraction? Death. Okay, my guess is going to be. This is a guest death, right? I'm going to say the first yes. death was somebody riding space mountain wrong but i see why you would guess that (laughs) (laughs) um so the very first death in disneyland happened uh, in may of 1964 so it actually made it almost 10 full years without any serious incidents um and for this one a 15 year old boy from long beach was injured after he stood up in the matterhorn bobsled and (gasps) fell out Wait, no. It it was reported that his restraint was undone by his ride companion. Remember how you used to sit two and two? You'd be like... You'd um, share a seatbelt. 
like in in between their legs, right? Yeah. Like toboggan is, style. I can't Whoa. even believe I did that as an adult with. It is weird. I, I I always thought that was weird. Even yeah, like with friends or family, it's like it's like a little shy or nervous. But I guess it looks more like the the real yeah. bobsleds. Very like how they sit in the Olympics. Is that what it's called? Bobsleds. Right. Yeah. Um. Gosh. So. Yeah. So they they obviously took him to the hospital, and he died three days later as a result of his injuries. So that was Disneyland's first official fatal incident. And then moving forward to January 3rd of 1984, a 48-year-old woman from Fremont, California, no where way. I currently live, No way is it Fremont, California. I did yeah, not know Yeah, that's why I always go 510 when we're on. I always yell out the area code. Oh, This is so... I'm learning so... Are you about to I say that... I thought you knew about I didn't. this one. Are you about to say this is Dolly? Dolly. She is not Dolly's from dip. Fremont, California. From Fremont, California. <laughs> Swear to God. That is weird. Right, and I'm almost her age now. Yikes, this is getting too close for <laughs> comfort. So she was a 40-year-old woman from Fremont, California, and she was decapitated when she was thrown from Matterhorn bobsled car and then struck by the next oncoming blob, uh, bobsled. <laughs> um, and they said the investigation found that her seatbelt was not buckled, but they have no idea if she unbuckled it or... If it had malfunctioned or if the attendant didn't check, they don't know. So it's kind of left like that. But do you remember, like, I can't remember. Could we just undo those seatbelts? Yeah. The, the, That's crazy. The Matterhorn that I remember riding, you know, as a child was the seatbelt was in the center of your stomach. So you'd clip the two pieces together. Yeah. I remember they always like reach in your crotch to pull the yeah. strap. And it's I'm like, like, can you not? Old school seatbelt versus now it's only a one directional one and it goes into your side and, and it locks in. The right. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, pretty crazy to think that we were able to undo a seatbelt. Yeah. And you all. could really make it as loose as you wanted. As long as it right. clicked, that's all they were looking for. Yeah. Especially when there was two people in that thing, that yeah. thing would just be like for decoration at yeah. that point. Ooh, and I didn't, I didn't like touching it either. It was like dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they would always reach in your crotch it really bothered me a lot anyways Whoops. um so um those are the well they are i'm not putting these chronologically i'm going by attractions so okay. the next one happened in tomorrowland this was on march 7th of 1981 um and an 18 year old man was fatally stabbed with a knife during a fight with a 20 28 year old man um, and it was because the victim supposedly pinched the man's girlfriend, oh. like probably pinched her butt or something, wow. I'm assuming. Um, and so that's, we now have a murder in Disneyland, which I didn't even know happened. Wow. I remember there being a stabbing at, um, they talked about it right at, uh, oh my God, da -da 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 -da, Videopolis. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I believe there was a stabbing there, but maybe they didn't die. I don't think this is the same one, so... Um, but crazy, there's a straight up knife fight and somebody died from it, which is pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, um, can we go back to Dolly for a second? Because <laughs> this is, a, this is very, um, strange. Very now that I think episode. about it, 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 it's dark and morbid, but it is a fun memory of mine and yours and some of our friends like D wild. Like we always shout it when you're on that ride and you go into that dip. I always like to say Dolly's dip. It's just fun. Yeah. Even though I know it's so dark. It seems like a death that happened so long ago and so much like a folk tale 
right. that it feels okay to do it. But now I feel a little right. bit bad. But it it's almost like to tribute scare. more yeah, so. Tribute. Like that's what it feels like to me, especially because I and to me because I've always known she's from Fremont. I like felt close to her, which sounds weird. So it's like. Like, I'm remembering her or something. I don't know. It sounds stupid. Wow. But, like, that's kind of what would go through my head as I say that. Because I always would yell Dolly's Dip or, or 510 going down that yeah. that part. Um, and if you guys have heard of it before, that's they call that, that little dip you do on the left track, they call it Dolly's Dip. Like, a lot of the cast members know about it, and that's where it happened. So, that's so why. So, if you they... want to experience the dip, it's to the left, right? You want to take left, the cue yes. to your left. Okay. Yeah, if you want to get straight up dark, go ahead and, <laughs> and ride pay, left track and, and yell at Dolly. Pay good old Dolly dip. some tribute. <laughs> pay some tribute to Dolly. That's right. Um, all right. Um, um, this is probably one of the more popular ones that people know about. Um, big Thunder Mountain on Oof, September fifth, yeah. of two thousand and three, a twenty-two year old man died after suffering severe blunt force trauma and extensive internal bleeding. In the derailment of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad coaster, roller coaster, which is now another um, park negligence, right? It was like they didn't, they didn't do the maintenance correct, um, and so he ended up dying from that, which is so sad. Like, I, I for some reason, when these people like jump out of the cars and whatever, it's like kind of like, uh, it's, at least it's like you're kind of you know, responsible a little bit, but when it's like, they're just on a ride at Disneyland and then something goes, oh, so sad. Yeah. Oh, so, um, they said the cause of the accident was determined, uh, to be improper maintenance. And they had a discovery by the victim's attorney confirming the fatal injuries occurred when the first passenger car collided with the underside of the locomotive. The derailment was a result of the mechanical failure that occurred because omissions during a maintenance procedure I don't get what that means. Um, fasteners on the left side, upstop guide wheel. Again, this is like way too detailed for me to know because I'm not an engineer. But um, on the floating axle of the locomotive were not tightened and secured in accordance with specifications. So that's what actually went wrong and it derailed the car. Um, yeah. So and it was in the um, tunnel. You know how you go through that one tunnel where you're going up? And it has all the uh, TNT and dynamite yeah. in that tunnel. So that's where it happened. And it said that the locomotive um, went like kind of airborne almost. And it hit the ceiling of the tunnel. And then the locomotive fell onto the, the first row of passengers. Gosh. it's a, It almost like went went up and then fell back on itself. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It sounds like it. Gosh. Which was a different picture than I've always had of it so I might want to look into a little, little more I always thought the first car leaned back like it came off the track and leaned back and you know that big long sharp roof I thought that's what did it but I don't know if that was my imagination or something yeah, I mean, it's, it me. looks like the most like visually um violent way to do it like when Oof, we see yeah. when we actually see the ride I, I remember you've pointed to that before and i'm like oh i could see how that could fly off yeah. and like guillotine you <laughs> totally right Yikes. oh my gosh um and this is the messed up part about this one some people blame the new cost conscious maintenance culture brought in by paul P pressler and consultants um in 1997 which included reliability centered maintenance so, like, were they doing cutbacks on maintenance and then this It's crazy. 
So, yikes. Anyways, um, again in Disneyland, sailing ship Columbia on December 24th of 1998. Um, This time a heavy metal cleat was fastened to the hull of the sailing ship Columbia and it tore loose, striking a 30-year-old cast member and two park guests. And then one of the park guests, who was a 33-year-old man, he ended up dying of a head injury at the local medical center a couple days later. Yikes. At first, I thought you were going to say a heavy metal band was attending the park. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Why are you talking about that right now? This is serious, Jennifer. Um, And it says here, too, the normal tie line, an inelastic hemp rope, is designed to break easily. It was, but it was improperly replaced for financial reasons by an elastic nylon rope that stretched and tore the cleat from the ship's wooden hull. Oh. So basically, you know those giant metal things that you tie the boat to? It like ripped it out and it smacked somebody. Ay, ay, ay. Jeez Louise. And again, it's like them being cheap. Like, come on, can you not? Like, Yeah, it sucks when they can point back to that. That's really bad. Yeah, it's, it's really, really bad. Um, and this says this accident resulted in the first guest death on a Disneyland ride that was not attributed to any negligence on the part of the guest. So it's officially, oh. what, when was this? This was in 1998. So all the way up until then. Wait, so then the, what about the Big Thunder, though? Big Thunder was in 2003. Oh, so okay. Got it. And then Dolly was 1984, but we can't tell whose fault that one was. So that's... That's a maybe, but still. Um, Okay. Indy. I'm just going to fly through some of these uh, because we have a lot. So on Indiana Jones, um, in 2000, a 23-year-old woman from Spain exited Indiana Jones, right, complaining of a severe headache, and she was hospitalized and then discovered that she had a brain hemorrhage and died. I've heard heard those ones a lot at, um, like, Six Flags, that those are really high, intense... Theme mm-hmm. park roller coasters, yeah. Yep, yep. Scary. This one is another freak one, like the one that happened in uh, Shanghai. On Main Street in Disneyland in 1981, a woman who was in the park with her husband and, and four children was standing in line to purchase popcorn at the park's hub at the end of Main Street near Sleeping Beauty Castle when she collapsed and later died. Like, what? So, obviously, unknown health conditions again. Like, they just had no idea and then just happened to be in Disneyland at the time. Um, on the monorail at Disneyland on June 17th of 1966, a 19-year-old, um, oh, this one's pretty crazy. A 19-year-old was trying to sneak into the park. Did you hear about this one? I don't it's think so. pretty old school. So 1966, and he climbed over the wall and onto the monorail track, ignoring a security officer's shouted warnings and was struck by a train and dragged 30 to 40 feet. So he died. And I, I did the whole calculation of how much it cost to get in the park. He was trying to cheat $28.66. That's how much it would have cost today to get in the park at that time. No. Isn't that no. so sad? I like, don't. I wouldn't have thought of um, a, a ri- like any risk of death to sneak into Disneyland for some reason. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, true. That's that's creepy. I, I feel like I've done this also a million times, right? Like, there's just some <laughs> things I've been wanting to sneak into, and you never think, like, oh, I could die. But it's unfortunate when you look back and be like, man, if he had just bought a ticket. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Oops. Yep. 
And then um, this next one had two deaths. It's the People Mover in 1967 and 1980. Both times people were jumping from cars and jumping, you know, getting out of a car and getting into their friend's car behind them. And then they end up getting. Was this Disneyland? Disneyland, yeah. Oh. Um, and yeah, they were dragged and crushed beneath the cars. Oh, God. <laughs> I wasn't expecting all that. Yeah. Dragged and then crushed. <laughs> yep. It's a little bit of both. Um, so, yeah. And then, okay. And now this one's another two of the same uh, format. Or I don't even know how to say that. It's so dark. Uh, but two different people um, drowned in Rivers of America. Oh. not pretty crazy? Um, this first one, they snuck onto Tom Sawyer's Island. This is in 1973. And they hid so that they could be there overnight. And then when they were trying to get out, the younger brother didn't know how to swim. So the older brother had him on his shoulders. And the older brother drowned trying to get the little kid across Rivers of America. Right? That's, you're not supposed to let somebody t- pull you down in the water. Oh, my gosh. It's so crazy. Um, and then the little brother survived by dog paddling the rest of the way and getting somebody's help that, cause you know, there's people at Disneyland 24 hours a day, which a lot of people who try to do this sneaky stuff and stay overnight don't realize yeah. that when the park closes, it's still full of people and they're all workers. So it's even worse time yeah, to hide yeah, out in exactly. Disneyland. Oh gosh. Um, Wait, that yeah. was in the seventies, early seventies, 73. And then also this other one was in 83 and it was the same type of deal. They hit out on Tom Sawyer's Island and stole a uh, rubber emergency boat. And then, um, I don't know how, oh, they were very drunk. It says they're intoxicated. And then, uh, yeah, I can't, where, well, how's it say he died though? I'd like to learn more about he drowned the... while stealing the boat. I don't know how it happened though. I guess he fell oh, in weird. the water or something. I want to know more about the kid the, that survived on the shoulders and dog paddled. He he's probably <sighs> still around. And I I'm like, did that ruin Disney for him? Like, whoa. yeah, I would. Gosh. There would be no way I could go back. He how old he say was? Um, ten year old brother. So yeah. the guy who died was eighteen, and his brother was ten. Oh. So he's gonna remember that, right? He's not like a little old kid. Yeah. He's gonna remember that and tie that to Disneyland forever. It's so mm. sad. <sighs> All right, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. Did you know anyone died Stop. on this one? <laughs> no way. Oh, yep. it's a, like earlier. I was kidding with Mr. Toads. I didn't think like somebody <laughs> could die on this type of ride. Not even Roger right? Rabbit. Yeah, I was for some reason very also surprised by this <laughs> one specifically for some reason, but. Um, on September 22nd of 2000, also not horribly long ago, a four-year-old boy fell out of the ride um, on Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin and was dragged underneath the cart, causing serious serious internal injuries, cardiac arrest, and brain damage. An investigation in December of, 20, of 2000 concluded that the lap bar had malfunctioned and that the victim was placed in the wrong seat in the ride vehicle too close to the opening. So the lap bar wasn't holding him in, and then he probably flew out because he was next to the door. You remember how they only have the door on one side? You're yeah, supposed to put the cat, adult on that cat. side. Yep. Oh. And he was only four. My so gosh. this is another one of your, in that categories of the dragged and crushed. This is horrible. Yes, lots oh. of those. Yep. You know what's um, really a couple... sick, what makes these like sick to me is that um... <laughs> the... The environment. So it's not like everything stops 
you know, like in a movie, like the music is different and it's like sad and you'd still be hearing like the Roger Rabbit cartoon spin and the voices of the weasels. And then there's this all this stuff happening. Mayhem on the ground. Yeah, absolute mayhem. And like <laughs> you probably can't get anyone's attention. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. What was that on test track? What were we just talking about test track? I don't think I put that on here. We'll see if we get there. I'm going to hold it until we get to <laughs> Disney World and see if I left it in here or not cuz it wasn't a death, but it was something crazy. All right. Um next up is Space Mountain. The deadliest attraction in Disney parks. <laughs> Um, and this one's in Disneyland. In 1979, a 30-year-old year old a 31-year-old woman became sick after riding Space Mountain um, at the unload area. She was un- this one's fucked up. I already forgot about this, and now Uh-oh. I'm like, you guys, this one's bad. Like, fucked up. Okay. A 31-year-old woman became sick after riding Space Mountain at the unload area. She was unable to exit the ride. Although the employees told her to stay seated while the vehicle was removed from the track, other ride operators did not realize that her ride vehicle was supposed to be removed and they accidentally sent her through the ride a second time. Fuck. She arrived back at the unloading uh, zone semi-unconscious. The victim was taken to the hospital where she remained in a coma and died one week later. And the coroner's report attributed the death to natural causes, which was a heart tumor that had dislodged and entered her brain. Wait, I am not following. So what happened? Like picture you're waiting in line and you're next to get in Space Mountain, right? But the car pulls up and there is someone that's like passed out. And she's like, holy shit, like just or she's like, I can't get out or whatever she was doing. I think she was probably alert a little bit. And so they told her to wait, like sit in here and then we're going to. You know how they move the car up and then they slide it to the side? Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they're going to take it off the track and take care of her. But they, like, didn't communicate it or whatever happened. The next people who release the car, when it goes up, they release it to go through the ride or over to the left, and they just release it to go again. So she had to go through the ride a second oh time gosh. when she's feeling like that. So that's... Speaking of that moment, like you're saying, it's <laughs> yeah. like chaos. And yeah, you can't, like you wouldn't. Like oh that's like God. double that because you already identified it. You already had somebody notified that they're going to help you, and then they put you through the ride again. Like wow, Nuts. not blaming cast members, just saying like that was probably the most insane yeah. moment. Ugh. Um. Okay. Let's see what else here. Okay, this one's a rule breaker because I'm talking about a cast member. However, this is. Without a nicer way to say it, my favorite death. <laughs> There's a podcast called My Favorite Murder, so I don't know how else to say it. But it's the one that I find the most insane and fascinating, which is not a good fascinating. It's just there you like, go, the most shit. fascinating. Yeah. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, so this is in July of 1974. There's an 18 year old cast member who is a new employee, um, and she was crushed to death. There's your crush again. Between by slipping between a revolving wall and stationary platform inside the America Sings attraction. Do you remember this? Is, this, this is one? also my favorite, and and I think yeah. the word favorite I would say is it's my favorite to tell people to like spook them out at the ride, right. or like if you're like if they're like does anyone die at Disneyland? And this is like uh, it's just like, so on, over the me, top. Hold my yeah. beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's it's a favorite one to pass along or whatever. Right. 
Um, so this one is one of those ones that are kind of in between where they don't know if she wasn't trained correctly or if, like, what happened. She was pretty new um, or if she wasn't paying attention. We don't really know, like, what happened. Um, but the attraction was this is fucked up too it says the attraction was closed for two days while crews cleaned up and installed new carpeting oh i can't um but they also did a bunch of updates like installing breakaway walls in that area which is really good (laughs) um and then warning lights to prevent further incident (sighs) crazy um, and then back with suicides, there were three suicides at the Disneyland Hotel, in addition to all those parking structure <laughs> suicides. So a lot of stuff going on in that area over there. It's yeah. like, yikes. <laughs> I always wonder, too, I'm like, are these people that just had a really fucking crazy day with their family at Disneyland? Like, why are <laughs> these people jumping from their hotel rooms at the Disneyland Hotel? You know? Yikes. Don't want to dive too deep on that one. But. Yeah. Um, All right, so we're going to move over to Disneyland Paris. Um, They actually only had one death uh, accounted for, and this one was another medical issue, and it was on Rock and Roller Coaster by Aerosmith or whatever it's called, or starring Aerosmith. Um, And this is in 2007. A 14-year-old female guest from Spain lost conscious and died, Um, and they made sure to do right inspection. It showed there's no mechanical problems, so Hmm. probably a pre-existing condition that wasn't diagnosed yet. Um, all right, now with the jam-packed Walt Disney World <laughs> incident. Oh, all right, so um, let's see here. Uh, somebody died in the parking lot by getting falling. It was a little girl. Oh, my God, a one-year-old girl. I thought it said something older. Oh, shoot. One-year-old girl fell from the tram in the parking lot and was run over. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's super sad. Um, and then an animal kingdom on dinosaur in 2005, which I didn't know. Um, a 30 year old man lost consciousness shortly after exiting the ride and died of a heart attack moments later. Um, Expedition Everest, another medical issue. A 44 year old man lost consciousness while riding the coaster. Um, and he was later pronounced dead in the hospital. Um, over at. Hollywood Studios, Rock and Roller Coaster again. In 2006, a 12-year-old boy was found unresponsive after the ride ended. His father administered CPR until the paramedics arrived, and it was declared he was declared dead on the way to the hospital. The ride was shut down, and they, again, made sure that there was nothing wrong with the actual attraction, and it was an undiagnosed congenital heart defect. Super sad. Um, on Star Tours... Again, in Hollywood Studios, a 67-year-old man died after riding it. Pre-existing heart condition again. Um, And then Toy Story Mania, which I didn't even realize it's not called Midway Mania out there, but it's not on Midway. Oh, that makes sense. Toy Story Mania. (laughs) A 64-year-old woman lost consciousness, and the death was um, not believed to do anything with the ride. Um, A bunch of others. So in Epcot, there was a death on Body Wars. Mission Space had two deaths. Spaceship Earth even had one. Oh. I know. And then two people died during the races in Epcot. Um, All of these, which were um, medical conditions. So, again, people either not knowing about existing medical conditions or ignoring 
medical right. conditions and going on attractions, right? Um, and then Magic Kingdom, let me see here. I think almost all of these also, oh my gosh, all of the rest of these from the park are medical condition ones. It's pretty crazy. So I'll And those I these. feel like aren't, they're not as scary. Yeah. Or they're not it, scary it, at all, I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like inevitable almost. Like, I mean, not really, but like. It's like you you die on it's vacation you knew, and it happens and to you be shouldn't Disney have World. gone on the ride or you wouldn't know and you can't do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Magic Kingdom, um someone died on Big Thunder in 2017, uh natural causes with pre-existing medical conditions. Someone died on It's a Small World, which came to mind when you're talking about the chaos of like the music playing oh, in the background. Oh god. Oh, and that in boat slow forever with the dead body next to you. God. Yeah, oh God. Please don't die next to me on a boat. <laughs> Jen. I'm going to now just to prank you forever. Like the biggest God prank ever. <laughs> um, on Main Street, somebody died by drowning in the moat. That's not pre-existing, but that was not on the park's negligence. That was just oh. a little kid. It was a little kid crawling over and drowning in the moat. So, Wait, which ride was that? No, it wasn't a ride. It was just the moat around the castle at Disney World. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, Cinderella Castle. Um, on Pirates, somebody, a 77-year-old died, um, and they said that it was in, because they were in poor health, and she had several mini strokes. Several mini. And this is interesting. It says the report Were they polka dotted? Oops. Stop. <laughs> they said the report concluded that her death was not unexpected it's like a double negative wait but then they didn't want to say it was expected (laughs) (laughs) that's really weird yeah it was it wasn't unexpected yes it wasn't oh that's yeah that's a double negative (laughs) um and then somebody died on prince charming's regal carousel in 2010 a 77 year old woman um, she collapsed after riding the ride. Oh, after. I would say that might not be bad. If I was really old and there was a chance I could just like lay my head down and die somewhere. Kind of cool. Yeah. Like, and then you still keep going after you're still riding. I would probably just want to do it where not a million people are like gawking at me. Like, oh my God. <laughs> want to die in peace like a cat? Like they go hide. Do dogs <laughs> right. do that too? Or is it a cat thing? I don't I didn't know about either species doing that. Oh my god, cats always try to go hide if they know they're about to die. Oh my god, like, that's go so somewhere. sad. They, they want to die by themselves in peace and not scare you. Would you want to be on one of those like um, chairs or the horses? <laughs> the chairs for sure. The horse would be so dramatic. <laughs> that, I, that's what I would want to do. I'd just be like flopped frontward on it. Stop it! Round and round. <laughs> You are awful. You know who's awful? Our lovely Patreon member, Christina. Christy, I see you. I hear you. You made us talk about all this. (laughs) This is your fault. (laughs) Um, So now we're going to get to the deadliest ride of any park. Space Mountain, specifically at Magic Kingdom. Um, Unfortunately, not, not unfortunately, I don't know what to say. These are all not... These are all. There's another. It's like a so triple bad. negative there. This is. You not know what I mean? They're all like medical stuff. <laughs> okay. Or yeah. Not right. Which They're, is actually. They were not preventable for the most. There you part. go. Yes. Um. So in 1980, a 10 year old girl became ill while riding, and then she later died of a pre existing heart condition. A 73 year old man died in 2006. 
Um, and he was transported, or he lost consciousness and then was transported in hospital and died a few days later. Um, 2015, a 55-year-old woman from Tennessee died of cardiopulmonary arrest and septic shock at the Florida Hospital Celebration after losing consciousness on the ride. Consciousness. <laughs> um, and then 2006. Losing her conscience. A, uh, Jiminy Cricket just like ran away. Right, right. She died. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> in 2006, a six-year-old boy fainted while riding on Space Mountain and was taken to Celebration Hospital, where he later died. Um, this one is so sad. I don't even, like, so sad. Okay, I'm just going to lay it on. This whole episode has been sad. So, <laughs> the victim was a terminal cancer patient visiting the Magic Kingdom as a part of the Give Kids the World program. So he was there on the program and died while, like, is that not crazy? I always wonder that. You know how there's these stories like, oh, it'll be like director J.J. Abrams invited this dying kid to watch Force Awakens, you know, a month early because he was terminal. Yeah. And it's because they know that there's a date or a likely date. And then they're not, they're literally not going to be alive when that movie comes out. So they let them watch it. Right. Let them watch it ahead. It's just sad. Like, and I'm, it's just like a, an awful visual in your mind to like, think about what's going on. Like when they're watching it. It's so sad. I just can't believe he died while going on his trip with this program. Anyway, um, they said the, the examiner report showed that he died of natural causes due to a metastat, metastat, metastatic is that the right way to say that i thought it was tastic or something Metast- i don't know but i know we have Static. a friend of the show and a patreon member disneyland nurse who would probably know more about some of these right? terms yeah i don't really i don't metastatic. know much about that metastatic i don't know how to say that word but you guys probably do pulmonary blastoma tumor so 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 sad and then on Splash Mountain, the last one at any of the parks at Disney World, on November 5th of 2000, a 37-year-old man from St. Petersburg, Florida, fatally injured while trying to exit the ride vehicle while it was moving. He told fellow passengers that he felt ill and attempted to reach one of the attractions marked exit, but he was struck by a following ride vehicle and died at the Celebration Hospital later. So he wasn't feeling good, and he knew it, and he was trying to address it, and just it didn't work out. Ugh. So sad. Um, and then at the, I'm going to skip a lot of these because they're, I think we've all heard about this, but like Typhoon Lagoon had a couple drownings. The wave pool is like death pool. I don't even want to go in a wave pool ever again. <laughs> yeah. So many people I was die injured. in wave pools. I told you that at Typhoon Lagoon in their wave pool, I was swimming and then the uh, big waves were coming and it was fun. You're not allowed to wear goggles. Um, and there was a man huh. wearing goggles, like the big kind that cover yeah. your face. And I saw him coming and he was on the wave and he fell right on my head. I was 25 Shit. years old, a full grown adult. And it bang- I felt it, it bang, his face banged it. And there was just blood everywhere. My oh my God. Yeah, Wait, I don't my, think you told me this. <laughs> my sister was like screaming. It, it probably looked like a shark attack. I didn't feel it. Like it didn't hurt. I didn't oh know there was God. blood at all until I was like looking down and just, and I saw her face and um, 
Is that the weirdest thing? It's like you so don't even feel injuries yeah. until something brings your attention to it. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. And I, I haven't gone to that water park, and I think about it all the time. Like I kind of want to go to it because it's a cool park, but I get freaked out. I, I start thinking. Yeah, and anytime I see a wave your pool own now, I'm trauma super there. Super cautious. Jeez. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oof. But yeah, um, I did not. Danger. I don't think I knew that story unless I, you know, me forgetful. Danger, danger. But wow, that's pretty crazy. But yeah, I would stay away from wave pools if I were any of you. <laughs> um, they just are not a good place in general, like anywhere. Like it just yeah. happens. And at a least, lot. If, you know, follow the instructions. Stay, stay away from the big crowd of people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've been a wave pool, wave pool quite a times as a kid, and I always had so much. It was like my favorite thing to do at these water parks. It was the wave pool, and then of course the water slide, like the big one. But I love the wave pool just as much. Um, never had any issues though. But I, as far as I can remember, there was like hardly anybody ever there. So that's probably why. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, other human yeah. error, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, this one was interesting. They said in 2003, 31-year-old woman tripped and fractured her ankle on a stair leading up to the catch pool. She died of pulmonary embolism the next month. Oh. Like, what? Um, and then, of course, there's also some drownings that happened at the hotels in Disney World, right? Oh, sure. Um, yeah. In the pools. And... There was more, there's like three suicides at the Contemporary. That's another place that people like to jump from, which is crazy. And I could totally see why that like, it just, it's kind of set up for failure for that. Um, and there was one accidental fall as well, which is really sad. Do you have notes on the, because now I don't know if this is an urban legend or not, the the Finding Nemo pool there i didn't see that anywhere and i remember i'm like what right. hotel was that at because i remember yeah, hearing it, that you could hear the you can hear that yeah talking Nemo under the water and dory and then the the legend is someone drowned and they took the sound away i don't know which part of that is true like if the sound is really taken away or what or do you remember what park not. it was um yeah it's the disney art of animation resort pool the finding Nemo. it's called like the big blue something it's like their big yeah, I don't even cool. have anything listed from Art of Animation. So Weird. didn't it come up on this these or the couple lists I was going through? It wasn't on, but Yeah. The only fact that I know is that, that the uh, debunk it. that it does play sound and music. That's the only fact. Now, did, did yeah. someone die? Or did they take it away? I have no idea. Right, did they take it away because they're being cheap or did it actually cause a real <laughs> problem? Um, it could be a lot of near drownings too like that alone could be an issue like somebody yeah. you know i w i would totally if i was a kid i would hold my breath until i heard all the yeah i the would be like trying so hard to do that yeah. yeah it's actually like it sounds really cool but they need to have it like constantly playing or something yeah so can, i've like, been to pools like resorts non-disney where there's music playing so yeah it's not like something you're surprised you just know it's there so you're you not waiting to, like, catch for it, it. yeah wait. exactly <laughs> yeah. oh awful um, and then Fort Wilderness, this is where uh, River Country was, right? Fort Wilderness is still uh, a resort, but then the theme park is a water park that's next to Fort Wilderness, or was right. next to it, yeah. Maybe that's just why it's called that right now, but it says, in the River Country water park next to the campground. There you go. Yeah. Um, the cause of the death was, what is it, amoebic meningitis, something? Meningitis. Oh, this the famous amoeba that killed the kid. Yeah. Oof. Yep. Or infamous, I should say. 
And that was because that water park, which is bananas, used lake water, right? For its attractions. Yeah. I mean, it didn't, it doesn't seem that bananas to me because it was still the same water that you would, all the beachside resorts back then, you could go in and go in the water and, and wade. Would people and, swim in there? I yeah. I've never I, seen people swimming in a being, lake like uh, that. I'm not going to be. Um, I don't think it's racist. I can't be racist against white people, can I? This is one of those things as a half white uh, person, <laughs> as a half white person, we always say like, I'm like, this is some white people, S-H-I-T, like swimming <laughs> in this like lake water. Like we just did not grow up doing that as a, an activity that you're allowed to do as a non-white person. <laughs> like we just didn't. But That's I'd, funny. I'd always have friends that would go do this, like that would have the jet skis and they'd go to the lake. There's people you Danielle, know who talking about. right? She had that boat with the jet skis on yeah, the back. And, you know, friends of mine, we'd always, we'd always be like, oh, that's some white people shit because we don't die that way because we don't go and do these weird things like swimming oh my God, in, these in a weird lake. <laughs> those movies too, all those horror movies like Creep Show and stuff back then. I guess it's oh, a good yeah. thing when they Friday didn't 13th. have... There was less diversity back then. So I only saw white people dying in these weird situations. Wow. You go on vacation. (laughs) Wow. We never went to lakes either for some reason. My white ass was still never (laughs) going in lakes either for whatever reason. I always thought they were so gross. We were hanging out over there. Still water grossed me out. Filipinos and others. Yeah. I need like crystal blue water that's fake as fuck with tons of chlorine and then I'll go in it. Yeah, and when you can't see, that's even scarier about fresh Yeah, water. it's so scary. There's so Lake much weird stuff, shit yeah. floating in. You get out and there's like algae stuck to your thigh. Like, no, I don't like it. Ugh. Not for me. <laughs> that's okay. Running, moving water is what I need. I even, I'll go in rivers and stuff like that. But still water, not so much. Okay. Moving on. So <laughs> also <laughs> in Fort Moving on from white people dying and, and ame- brain amoebas. Sorry white for that White people tangent. shit, Yeah. <laughs> 1982, a 36-year-old woman from Little Silver, New Jersey, collapsed and died while walking away from a water flume ride in River Country. That's so random. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to read that one. Okay. So then there were um, other multiple drownings in, of course, the water parks in general. Um, but moving over to the Grand Cali- or the Grand Floridian, sorry, wrong, wrong Grand. <laughs> In 1989, a 33-year-old woman was killed when a small speedboat collided with a ferry boat. So it says that she and her 8-year-old son were on the um, speedboat, and they decided to stop in the middle of the water and videotape their friends who were on another boat or something like that. They were doing water stuff in the lagoon, and a ferry boat collided with them. And I'm like, what is even going on? So there's so many things to think about there. Of course... I have no idea, but it's like, why were you just deciding to stop your boat wherever you feel like it? There's a ferry boat headed towards you. And then why can the ferry boat not? If they were stopped, like, why did the ferry boat hit them? Anyways, I don't know, but that sounds pretty crazy. Um, And this is kind of cool. It says a crew member and a visitor that were aboard the ferry dived into the water and rescued the son, and he was not hurt in the accident. So that's very cute. That's a heroic effort in there. Some random visitor, yeah. (laughs) Um, okay, and then what else do we have here? We all know this one. In 2016, a two-year-old boy um, at the Grand Floridian was attacked by an alligator at 9.15 p.m. on the shore of the Seven Seas Lagoon. His parents were unsuccessful and tried to intervene, and the boy was pulled into the water. Um, and I don't remember if I knew this or not, but it, it was fresh to me. I didn't remember this part. 
They didn't find him until approximately 1.45 p.m. the next day. Mm. In the it was He was in the vicinity, but obviously the alligator pulled him underwater. But I didn't Gosh. realize they couldn't find him for that long of a time. It's pretty crazy. That was a controversial um, one at the time because very. It, it, it goes to that thing, like which category does it fall in? Because I know people were saying, you know, the parent should have been supervising. Other people right. said Disney should have had a fence around, but they put in so many things, safety things after that happened. We saw yeah, it. Yeah. Remember we changed. went back and it was just like alligator signs Every everywhere, five feet, yeah. like everywhere. With an illustration, just so you know. Yes, like just in case you about. couldn't figure it out, yeah. this is what it looks like. Um, and then this one reminds me way too much of my childhood, which is kind of terrifying. At the Polynesian in 1982, a two-year-old girl from Sunrise, Florida, died after being injured outside a park restaurant. So I'm like, what do you mean? What could have possibly happened? She was standing in line with her family outside of a coffee shop when her and her 12-year-old sister were playing with a rope tied to a menu board. How many times have you done that where you're, like, sitting on the rope or whatever between, like, poles or whatever it is where there's something tied oh, to something? Yeah. And then they ended up pulling over the menu board and it hit the toddler and killed her. What? Yikes. That's like a, just like an act, like a horrific accident to, that you wouldn't even think of yeah. could be yep. deadly. And I I did it all the time when I was little. I was such a bad kid with like sitting on the chains or the ropes or yanking on shit like as a cat. Like I don't need to be doing <laughs> like that. Yeah. And like I could have been this girl, right? Like I did that stuff all the time. Um, so it just shows like there's just so many opportunities to die in life. <laughs> it's so scary. <laughs> it's that final destination mentality right, right? anything can kill you. Um. All right. And then so the last is at Pop Century, and this was another drowning. So he drowned, a boy, 13-year-old boy, sorry, uh, drowned in one of the pools in 2013. But out of almost all of these, I think I there was almost 50 of them total that I just talked about. Only eight of these were not either pre-existing conditions or guest negligence. So... Wait, so what is it? Eight were what? Only eight were like, somebody at Disney did something wrong. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like a ride broke or they didn't do maintenance or the ride operator did something wrong. Only eight in total at all Disney parks through all time. Isn't that kind of crazy? That's like nothing. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> wow. Anyways, so that's that's it. That was a whole hour. <laughs> I, I thought um, you were coming prepared with like your top five. Wow, we just went through like 50. Oh no, girl, she wanted the deaths <laughs> in Disney parks and I gave it to her. You know what? This is why there it, is it is so, so cool and special to be a Patreon member of the Disney Holic <laughs> Show because we literally take it seriously when you tell us what you want. Uh, we go right. digging and we find you the good stuff. Yes, I actually, you know, and I've said this many times, like when it's Patreon takeover, it gives me that excuse to just jump straight in rabbit holes and i love doing it and like it kind of makes me it almost like gives me a deadline to where i have to do it so it's like here it is i went and i did it and i've been wanting to do this for a long time so here we go here's my book report on the deaths of yes. disneyland that was my book report and i hope i got an a plus <laughs> you got an a plus plus and you got bonus credit too because you included like a lot of side tales in there oh you know what's funny is i actually have a few other things to discuss too, but I will discuss that after 
you tell us about the history of Disney covering up deaths, because this was the second part of Christina's um, request, was we've heard this in the past about Disney getting away with saying that nobody's died in the park. So what do you have to tell us about that? Right. So I thought the first place to go was Snopes. So Snopes.com <laughs> is like the long running website for people. If you're always wanting, if you're ever wanting to find out if something is like true or false or urban legend, Snopes.com usually has uh, some pretty good information. So I went there first and the, the claim itself that we're often talking about is that Disney can claim that no one has ever died at their theme parks or a small amount of people have died and because they have ways of covering it up. And so Snopes did some digging and basically they're saying in a way it's false. It's, it's not true, but more or less, it's really not something you can prove. And that's probably why it goes back to the Walt Disney company um, being uh, sort of notorious for covering up deaths is because it's such a it's such a complex and complicated. It's both complex and complicated and how you can determine the cause of death and where someone died and when somebody was um, deemed dead. So everything from how did they die to when were they declared dead can happen either on site immediately if it was one of those ones that you talked about, like a unfortunate decapitation on the roller coaster. Right. And then some of those other things, if you're injured, you might not be pronounced dead until you're off-site in another place like Celebration Florida in their hospital right. versus in Disney World. So all of those things sort of swirl around and have created that uh, perception that not many people died at, died at Disneyland and or at Disney. And if they did, they would quickly drive you off property to make sure that you're pronounced dead offsite. So that's where the, the urban legend and rumor comes from. And there really is no uh, right or wrong. It depends on each scenario. And I guess you have to go to each of those 50 and determine for yourself, like, where did it happen? How do you define yeah. it? Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's morbid, but it is a thing that people say all the time that, Hey, is it true that Disney doesn't let you die at their theme parks? Right. So, I mean, there's some, there's some truth to that, but I think, um, we can also say that we hope that they just really try to make sure that all of their safety things are in place, hopefully, and, and people have a right. fun time. Yeah. yeah, there's lots of rumors that um, they say that they don't want to, like, ruin the magic or whatever by having an ambulance come in. But I, I think it might be, like, another issue, like, the logistics of getting an ambulance from point A to point B in the park could be longer than getting the guest yeah. out of the park on a on a stretcher or something, right? Like, there's other reasons they do these things versus these like horrible fantasies that people have about Disney being negligent, you know? Yeah. And, and I think you're right. Like most of those that I read were pre-existing conditions and they all died off property. Like they actually did like days later. So Disney can say that happened somewhere else. So, okay. So now that we've somewhat, somewhat debunked the myth, right? Or the rumors about Disney trying to be this malicious place and, and not letting people die in the yeah. park. I, th I think a good takeaway I got from looking into the the, uh, the the legend that people think about that you can't die at a Disney park is also remember the cast member who's actually having to deal with this horrible situation. They're not like the corporate person. So it's not Bob Chapek. It's an actual paramedic, right? And a paramedic would never say, let's stop doing something to save this person. Let's drive them off property first and then finish CPR. They would never do that. So, right. uh, so yeah, it's definitely not something that happens, but it is funny 
I can see to think that a Bob Chapek, yes, would not want <laughs> yeah, especially that Bob on Chapek. his on his uh, call. You know those He's old like, not factories. Not on my watch. Back in the day, they have or they still have factories that say that thing like X amount of people or X yeah. amount of days since the last death. Yeah. So it's, I could see that visual being kind of funny. Yeah. Um, another thing, I want to give a quick shout out to our friend Justin, Mike Daniel's boyfriend, Justin. Shout out. Um, he is an EMT, and I reached out to him about this because I saw somewhere, like when I was looking stuff up on this, that um, the reason people, and this is another debunk moment, um, the reason that people are not claimed to be dead on the scene in Disney parks is because a doctor has to actually diagnose that or whatever the word I'm looking for is there. Um, pronounced. So, pronounced. Pronounced dead, yeah. So the doctor has to do that, and it's not a doctor who arrives to a scene, right? It's like a paramedic or an EMT. Um, however, that is totally incorrect. He said EMTs at certain levels cannot. However, a paramedic who will always come along with an EMT in an ambulance can. So that's just a bunch of BS. So Right, so you can be pronounced wherever as long as there's somebody that's qualified. Exactly. Yeah. There's different qualifications. Even certain EMTs can do it as well. So thanks, Justin, for the clarification there. Because I was like, what? This is crazy. Doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> He's like, no. And he sent me this whole document with all this information on how they determined. So pretty interesting stuff. Gosh. All right. So on a little bit of kind of a lighter topic, these are... <laughs> I don't know, but I have a couple things I wanted to mention that were other incidents that happened in the parks that are not necessarily deaths in the parks, but like interesting things that have happened. So um, this is in Disney World in 2018. Someone was found dead inside a burning car near Disney's Fantasia Gardens. What? Mini-golf. That's like some freaking like Breaking Bad TV series. That is straight moment. up murder and they're covering their tracks by burning them in the car like what that's the only it never happens otherwise so that's pretty crazy um and then 1998 a 37 year old man was hit on the head by a falling object this part's so weird to me his left arm was paralyzed and he suffered from short-term memory loss losing his job as a result and then it says randomly this is space mountain by the way i forgot to mention Randomly, it says two objects were discovered at the bottom of the floor of Space Mountain. A camera and a candle from Frontierland. Oh, uh, like a souvenir candle? I, don't, I have <laughs> no idea. It's so weird. I'm like, what? So I guess he was hit by one of these two objects, and it just happens to be a candle from Frontierland. So, all right. I just thought that was weird. They still on Space Mountain um, let you put your stuff in yes. The, yeah. The, like the little yeah, sack. You got to tuck it in and yeah. Velcro it shut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you bought a Frontierland candle, right. fell out. Yeah. That Frontierland candle might be very important to you. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm very curious and I want one. Um, I want right. the one. The one. The one and only. <laughs> Stop. It's ouch, terrible. Ouch. Um, four people were charged with lewd and le- whatever that word is. Molestation at Typhoon Lagoon. So watch out. Watch out when you go to Typhoon Lagoon. Wait, Good did, Lord. I, did we go from deaths? This is like an assault, a sexual assault. These are like other things. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Four, four counts. Not, I'm just saying. Um, in Epcot in 1992, this one I've heard about a lot and it, it's quite crazy. Um, a 37-year-old man uh, from New York entered Epcot after the park closed its gates for the night. 
he somehow got in, and he brandished a gun and shot at three security guards, um, demanding to see his ex-girlfriend who worked in the park. Uh, He fired four blasts at the guards and took two guards hostage in a restroom near near Journey into Imagination, Figment, right? Um, Near the uh, pavilion. And as Orange County Sheriff's deputies surrounded the area, the man released his hostages and then they heard a gunshot and he had shot himself. Um, So ended up being a suicide account. Uh, and then the investigators attributed his actions to a recent breakup with his longtime girlfriend. Yeesh. So that was like straight domestic drama going on in Epcot, like wow. after hours. It's so weird. Ugh, scary. Um, in Disneyland Paris in 2019, a 32-year-old man from Switzerland took LSD and was found nude after falling into a man-made lake in the park's Adventureland section. <laughs> Oh. He and his girlfriend were arrested by the police for narcotics, and they were released the next afternoon. Hmm. Disneyland Paris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also in Paris in 2011, a 12-year-old boy was stated to have been paralyzed from the neck down toward, or uh, sorry, neck downwards after riding Twilight Zone's Tower of Terror. However, hospital doctors later stated that the boy's upper limbs were already paralyzed upon arriving to the hospital and therefore refused to link his injuries to the ride. What? Oh, wow. Clever. What the fuck? Clever. Good try. Nice try. Good effort. Right? A for effort. It's so crazy. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, Disneyland Paris at the Sequoia Lodge. A guest allegedly opened a window and shouted out that she was Hayat Boumedine, who was wanted in connection with the Charlie something shooting. I can't say these names. I'm so sorry. Uh, shooting that took place three days earlier. So she cl- like exclaimed oh. out of her window that she was this person, the fugitive everyone's looking for. The whole hotel was shut down and, and uh, evacuated, and they had armed police come in, and then she was like, oh, just kidding. Weird. Unbelievable. Uh, DCA Tower of Terror on February 18th of 2012, an allegedly drunk 53-year-old man assaulted an employee at the entrance gate around 3.30 p.m., the employee pepper sprayed the man multiple times, which prompted him to continue fighting until he was subdued by other guests. Like, go us guests oh, again. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that cast members have pepper spray on them. So that I didn't was interesting. Either. Yeah. Maybe some of them? Maybe. Maybe like yeah. one per station or something. I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> and it says this is all over YouTube. So if you want to go look at it. And that's always a bad one, right? Like a bad... Uh, uh, self-defense tool i'm always thinking i'm gonna spray myself if i do i'm it. gonna spray everyone in the area yeah, except the person like it blows up the whole space right yeah right. it goes back on you too <laughs> yeah. um and then one last one and then i have a quick cold case mention um disneyland in toontown in 2013 two small explosions in trash cans were uh caused to shut down toontown and be evacuated uh, officials believe the explosions were caused by two plastic bottles filled with dry ice taken from a nearby ice cream stand, and the bomb squad was called to investigate. <laughs> so oh, rude. Oh, wow. so somebody decided to pull a prank and, like, shut down the whole area. Probably scared a lot of people. Um, and then I just wanted to mention this because not a lot of people happen to know about this, but if you have ever watched any crime documentary ever or heard anything about cases in general you've probably heard the term cold case this means a case that has been unsolved and has 
kind of been put in the back burner because they are no longer um, investigating it because they have been able they have not been able to solve it and they have no uh, evidence to move further. So it gets kind of put back in the files and is called a cold case. And we have one um, of a Disney Imagineer. Did you know this? I did not. So Yale Gracie was a very popular Imagineer. Um, he is mostly known for his illusions and special effects on rides like the Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean. So he was like that era. Um, and he was he was big time. And after he retired and everything, he, him and his wife would often frequent this place called Bel Air Bay Club. And this is on the Pacific Coast Highway, highway over in the Palisades. So it was like a super fancy, like all the stars kind of stayed there. And they had their own cabana. So it was like almost like a beach house or something that they could go to whenever they want. Um, and one night, just one random night, somebody broke in and shot him and his wife. He passed away, but his wife survived. Um, it is still unsolved to this day, and the only leads they have is that the assailant was possibly a transient looking for, they're assuming he was like looking to rob them, but things got out of hand. Wow. Um, and he had a dog with him. And that was interesting because that should make it a lot easier to identify. However, they never were able to. Um, and if you've ever been on the Haunted Mansion or read up on anything Haunted Mansion lore, uh, that is who Master Gracie is named after. So the master of the house, Master Gracie, is dedicated um, and is a tribute to Yale Gracie. That's, so. a, that's a really cool connection. So, yeah, I didn't know. That's even a, uh, cooler that it's a like a dark macabre ride that right. he's, yeah. he's being made tribute inside of. <laughs> right, right. Yeesh. Pretty crazy. Um, and shout out to Billy Jensen and Paul Holes of Murder Squad. Um, that's where I heard about this case was on their podcast. So if you want to hear more about that, you can go look that up too. All right, well, let's shake it off. We've got a lot of death. We have like over an hour and change of just straight death and murder and death. horrible things. Um, but one other thing that Christina also requested was top 10 funny Disney fails. Um, bad ideas of things that went super wrong. So I thought it'd be fun if we just divided it down the middle and you come up with your favorite five Disney fails and I'll come up with mine. And maybe we might have some overlap. Yes, I'm um, excited to see. I'm very excited the, to see. <laughs> I can tell you that I already followed the instructions incorrectly, so we'll see what oh. happens. I, I am here prepared to tell you about 10, I mean, five fails, just fails. I didn't necessarily put the funny part in. <laughs> so, you know what? One of mine, actually, some of mine are not funny either. Okay, yeah. So I've got some But fails. for some reason, I think they're funny. Like, it's just kind of I've like got ridiculous. Disney fails for you that, yeah, we could decide if they're funny or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, the subjective. first one <laughs> or is, uh, is related to an overlay. So, you know, an overlay for us is usually seasonal. It's like a temporary theme that's on top of an attraction. It might replace it or add to the story. You know, a favorite overlay that we all love is the holiday, Haunted Mansion holiday at Disneyland, where they turn the Haunted Mansion into Nightmare Before Christmas. And so there's a holiday overlay for Space Mountain, over at Disney World Magic Kingdom, and you can only experience it during the Oh, Mickey, yes! I know what you're going to talk Mickey's about. Very Merry Christmas Party, and I was actually there, so I went on this one, and 
it's such a fail. Like, really nothing happens at all. I happened to be there when it switched over from the daytime attraction to the actual party attraction. And uh, really what you have are red and green lights and a lot of cool lighting and, like, some rock and roll Christmas music. But that's it. I really thought there would be, like, Santa flying through the screen. Wait, on the- you... First of all, you told me there was a Santa flying through. I think this is. I think it's hilarious that you. What you're remembering is a um, uh, one of those history according to. Yeah, it was definitely a lie that I made up because I was thinking about it as I was doing this. Is that my live version of that was so much better than the actual overlay? So the real overlay is just Christmas music, rock and roll style with different multicolor lights wow. and that's really it and the only way you could experience that is if you paid for the uh, merry christmas party at magic kingdom which they're bringing back through that after hours program now i don't know if this overlay is coming back or not but yeah, wait is yeah. it is it like timed to the right or is it just like generic christmas songs it's rock and roll christmas songs like rocking around the Christmas tree? Is that rock and roll? Uh, no, no, you really? know, like, like you know, you know, when you put like on a rock cheap, roll version. like Apple uh, versions of song, like copywritten or yes. songs that you're allowed to use. It's like that type of. Um, okay, this is gonna date the both of both of us, but you know, like MIDI <laughs> MIDI files, M I D I. Oh like my that, god! <laughs> it's just like cheap. It sounds cheap. Whatever it is, it's cheap. <laughs> oh my god! Remember those MIDI DV recorder things? What were those <laughs> called? Those little. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I would have loved, I like, about. you know, Mickey and Minnie a Christmas song, like something. But, yeah, it's wow. not it's not worth going to that party for. And it's probably not even worth even putting back. So I don't know if it's back this this coming. I mean, no offense to you, but even the according to Mike TV version didn't sound that awesome. And then right, for yeah. that to be way better than the actual yeah. thing, it's like, like the oh, most, my God. The most exciting thing that I wish they would have put is at yeah. least some sort of Santa on the um, projection. <laughs> I was picturing him like Ghost Galaxy, but like a Santa Claus face instead. <laughs> something, right? I I wanted the, I wanted him flying around on like a like a rocket sleigh or something. That's totally how I pictured it. It should That's be. That's so funny. Be. So big wow. fail there that they didn't really do. They didn't really That's put their heart into the holiday overlay of Space Mountain. Okay, so my first one is also like not an overlay, but it, again, it's not a funny fail, I guess, but it's a real fail. It's Rocket Rods, and I think it's everyone's favorite <laughs> fail. It only lasted for a little bit, but the worst part about Rocket Rods is it killed the people mover. Ugh, what? Never got it back. So we never oh. were able to get the people mover back thanks to Rocket Rods. Um, and that thing couldn't even go around fast corners. Stupid. <laughs> I, I never hated the ride at all. I thought it was a f- okay ride. I thought There's it was a part so ugly. I think that's always... what I'd like. Laugh. There's like the a most. blast of spray or air like at the end, and I just thought that was like a funny part. But that's like, I guess I never even I went on it. Yikes! It was gone before <laughs> yeah. I could. I was like, that line is too long. That ride looks dumb. I don't want to go on it if it's an hour and a half long line. Gone never went on, soon. and wow. then it was already gone. It was poof. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your next one? Uh, okay, so this next one is ooh, this is some controversy here. So. I'm going to tell you a story along with this one. So this goes back to the Tower Disney Disney or Twilight Zone Tower of Terror at Disney's MGM Studios, which is what it was called when it opened. So Tower of Terror opened and then later on in the early 2000s at California, Disney California Adventure got 
a Tower of Terror. And the fail to me is the Tower of Terror at California Adventure. And I just think it's like such a cheapened shortcut version of an incredible attraction at Florida. But what happened is my mind didn't consider that a fail until I finally got to ride the original later in life. So it went backwards. So I got this really cool ride because we're Californians and we're like, we got Tower of Terror, amazing ride. And then I rode what, like air quote, the real one in my opinion. And I'm like, wait, what? What was the other ride then that we've been riding this whole time? (laughs) It didn't even go through the like cool Twilight Zone scene (laughs) at all. Um, And so I consider that a fail because it it both got its own fan base as this uh, uh, as a a carbon copy of a ride that wasn't actually a carbon copy because it didn't have all the ride features. It was shorter in length. It was half um, of a carbon copy. Half of a carbon copy. But we did get the lovely Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout because of that really cool ride yeah. vehicle that makes sense now for that ride. So it's it's an interesting right. journey. <laughs> right. I I feel you on that one. We had a bad first experience on Tower of Terror, though, when Danielle and I went. It was like, you know how it's like super random, but Tower of Terror was the same every single time. The so Florida. the first time Florida we... One? Or What'd you say? Which one? The Florida one's random. Florida. Yeah. And then the Tower of Terror was never random. It was always exactly the same. Um, and so we're like, this is so cool. And then we got like one of the lamest random ones. It was like it barely dropped us at all. And we're like, what? So is this what it's like? But then we kept going on and we're like, never mind. This is awesome. So. <laughs> and that was your first time. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um... All right, so my next one is also a uh, ride change, and it's Soarin' Over the World. So I don't even know why I have this on here, because I don't even like the regular Soarin', or I don't care. It's not that I don't like it. I just don't really care for it. It's whatever. Um, but nobody likes Soarin' Over the World. It's like the biggest thing that people complain about. Everybody hates Soarin' Over the World. They all love Soarin' Over California and get so excited when it comes back, which is back right now. Everyone's freaking out. So oh, you're like, talking about like Disney fan. fans because general public they eat up Soren, any type of Soren, over the world, over the earth. Yeah, the, oh, I'm like saying the, the change from California to Soren over the world was a fail. Oh, okay, but yeah, I yeah. mean Soren over the world, people love it. We, I don't like it. It's yeah, I don't. Boring. I d- exactly. I think it's it's, so it's it's like a ride I'd go on to chill, like like Tiki Room, like just. That's about it, but but I never do because the line's so long. So there we go. That's who we need to find. We need to find because a lot of people love Soren. They'll run to it. They'll spend a lightning lane on it or whatever. And I don't understand it. I don't get. Yeah, it. maybe some of our uh, listeners who stand for yes Soren, we need to we need to have a discussion at some point. You yes, guys. please. If if you love Soren, any version of it, or it's one of your go to rides, please visit our website and you can leave us a voice message. Tell us why, and we will break that down. <laughs> like literally, explain it out. We just cannot figure it out. <sighs> Sweet. What's next for you? Uh, all right. So, oh, I have another fun one that is. Um, Also, a fun fact that kind of goes along with this Disney fail. So in the, I want to make sure I get the year right. So there was a time and place where Disney was just gobbling up and acquiring different companies and brands. It was like the 90s through the 2000s. And one of those brands that they desired to acquire was um, 
Saban Entertainment. So Saban Entertainment is responsible for creating the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Ooh. And so back in uh, the year 2000, I'm going to give you the exact date. So between the year, um, the years of 2001 to 2010, the Power Rangers franchise was under the Disney umbrella because Disney thought they um, owned and took some of Fox Family. So they were already kind of like dabbling in Fox, but they took the Fox Family brand. um, They rebranded it as ABC Family, which is now known as Freeform. So it keeps changing. Right. Uh, But within that huge deal, one of the icing on the cake type of deals they got was the Power Rangers. So I don't think they were going for this for the Power Rangers explicitly. Uh, right. But they got it with a with a bag. A bu- added bonus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, added bonus. So they had a, they had the franchise for 2001 to 2010, um, and I put it as a fail because they really didn't know what to do with it. It didn't go with anything else. They tried to put it into MGM Studios at the time, and so they had uh, stunt shows for Power Rangers. Uh, but most people either don't remember this at all or have a weird, strange memory that they're not sure was it's real. like a fever dream. Yes. Like, <laughs> were the Power Rangers? Similar to Ninja Turtles who were in yeah. this too. They would show up here and there at the studios. Uh, but yeah, they got rid of it. They sold it by 2010. Um, it is now back in the hands of Saban, who's now owned by Hasbro. So there's a funny fail, uh, like company history story for us. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. I did not know that at all. Yeah, they didn't make anything. There was no like huge Disney Power Rangers movie. They kept the series going. There was like a ton of spinoffs. So I guess it helped them on on ABC Family for a while for content. They got content out of it. Right. Well, luckily now they have a place in the Book of Boba Fett. So they can move forward there. (laughs) Oh, the biker gang. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) They look just like the colorful suits. All right. So my next fail is kind of an overall... um, change that I personally think has happened and I actually have no idea if it's really happened. I call it the Ikea chair effect. You probably have heard me talk about this before. So if you go to Ikea right now, you'll see at the very front when you walk into their um, display area, they have this chair that's getting sat on over and over and over again by this like like mechanism, right? And it's showing you like this chair can make it through this million sits or whatever they're trying to wage on there. Um, And I feel that this is something that used to be part of like the prep for Disney attractions and whatnot is to make sure that they can withstand wear and tear. Um, However, I don't feel that that is necessarily a goal nowadays in Disney Imagineering. And I could be completely wrong, so I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone. However, there's numerous things like when Ursula's entire head fell off. In the Little Mermaid attraction in DCA, and she's dancing and singing while her head is just swinging around. We see Hondo Anaka down all the time with a blanket thrown over him, like a tarp. <laughs> um, what are some other things? Oh, Ariel also in the attraction. Her skin, she has this like she's like made out of silicone. Her skin just tears apart all the time, so they stitch it back up like she's a human with <laughs> like a needle and thread and just stitch her up. And you can see they look like scars all over her. So they're just like not doing this testing, long-term testing to make sure these things will withstand wear and tear. Um, And the biggest piece of that that I think is missing is for Rise of the Resistance. This ride cannot make it through a few hours. It just can't. And for whatever reason, 
It is just breaking down all the time. And now you see from my last trip report, they close it at 9 p.m. So like they need another oh, twenty yeah. or 12 hours to maintenance on it that they have to close it three hours before the park closes in order to have enough time to work on it. So like I love Rise and I would be very upset if I didn't get to experience it yet. However, maybe they should have figured something out to where it can actually work instead of breaking down literally all day like it still does all of the time so i'm just not a big fan of that so i would like to them to live the ikea chair theory in the parks a little more <laughs> yeah I, I i'm sure there it's like usually like a quality assurance team that does that but there's certain things quality like, assurance know. is just the fun or the professional way of saying ikea chair Come on. <laughs> I'm, I have my HR hat. I'm thinking of this poor team out there that this is their job. And, and I'm, I'm seeing like a Bob Chapek say, no, we're not going to give you the extra three months you asked for yeah, to test this right. out. Right. We more, need this you know, out now. So let's just blame this on Chapek because oh, yeah, for sure. Right? It's, there's it's probably ways to test it. And they, these poor people don't get the chance to do it. And that feels like it feels like they used to give the time right, for these yeah, attractions yeah. to go through all these tests. And now they're just cutting that short. So like whoever's making the call, Chapek peck that's the problem yeah listen he, he to your needs to people. sit on an ikea chair every so often and yeah. figure it out <laughs> listen to your people they're telling you they need more time to do this testing yes Gosh. please um that's also a common thing that's just happening in the digital world just side tangent a lot of um and disney's and disney is included in their games like star wars a lot of video games go out now untested because we can just push out software updates. But back in <laughs> yeah, the day, true. you <clears throat> had to, and I was a game tester, a video game tester for a while. And once it was sent out on the disc, it's done. And that's the game that's out there in production and it's in the world wow. and everyone's playing that CD-ROM or whatever. But now you that's can still very fix interesting. it after. And I think this mentality, uh, this mentality has, has reared its head everywhere because people yeah. think, oh, I can just fix it later. Or I could just, I could put it in post. You'll hear that with movies. Like, I'm not going to do my best special effect on the set because we could just CG it in later. Yeah, yep. And this mentality is going to mess up rides like rides that have to now shut down at 9 o'clock. That's crazy. It's too early. Three hours. Like, what? Oh, that's a good thing. All right. Do you have one last one? (laughs) I do. Oh, no, two. Um, We saw. I have two No, we have one more, right? Two more? one more. Let's see. I went. I told you about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Funny. I told you about Space Mountain, Holiday, and Tower of Terror. Okay. Yeah. The next one, uh, real quick, because we've already talked about it at length last year, but this is Kite Tales at, at Dang it, that was Animal one of mine! <laughs> I was waiting for one of us to have something from the 50th, if not the entire thing. Uh, but the, yeah, the Kite Tales show... Uh, which is the outdoor entertainment show at Animal Kingdom that is not, it has nothing to do with the 50th, but it, it was announced as part of the 50th things that you're going to get. So it doesn't even celebrate Epcot. It's just a bunch of kites <laughs> flying around in the shapes of uh, Jungle Book or Lion King, depending on which part of the show you're watching. So I don't know. I think it's building its own like fandom now, like a reverse fandom. Yeah, yeah. Like people feeling sorry for it fandom. Like (laughs) the empathy crowd. Like (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And I'm a super big empath and I do not want to feel bad for Kite Tales. I don't waste my time on that. Not at all, yeah. Right. 
Ah, dang it. So you took one of mine. So my final one then is simply Disney not opening escape rooms before Universal did. Ouch. Yeah. Missed opportunity right there. Fail. And I bet you they still will. I can, I, I'm going to throw it out there now. They are going to have escape rooms open in this new downtown Disney thing that we're seeing. They're, they have to. Yeah. It's huge I, right now. It's just getting more and more popular. I hope so. And they so. can do such cool stuff. I think... Um, really just my selfishness wanting. Well, yeah, and, and especially the, you know, last week's episode with the Disney Quest stuff, there's just so many... Uh, there's so many opportunities now that you could do indoor sort of entertainment that's intimate and for smaller groups of people. Right. And don't even have to be at a theme park it could be anywhere. right yeah you could a do that anywhere yeah uh yeah that's a fail <laughs> uh my All last right. uh fail here is uh just another like little company fun stab at them which is in <laughs> 2021 it's 2021 uh disney was recognized for diversity in leadership and they had a whole like press junket and press release and they posted about it and it's just such a it was just such a slap in the face because the leadership team is still more or less fully all white and mostly male there are women there Uh, but i always think it's important not to like pat yourself on the back for something like diversity like just just don't even do it yourself like someone else has to recognize that should yeah (laughs) right right and then especially if you still know how visually and optically jarring it is to see you pull it up on their website their leadership page so i always think about that stuff and so when i first saw that article i thought huge fail like come on let's not celebrate yet but let's celebrate the small wins but you know right let, let's not celebrate chapek by any means i'll never forget do you remember when we were on that behind the scenes tour and we went into the utilidors in disney world and it had a wall with pictures of all the leadership team and it was all white men yes like middle-aged white men all the whole wall and i'm like oh this is crazy okay that was pretty disappointing um so i am going to pull another one out of nowhere because i can't (laughs) believe i didn't think about this but i have a final one now that i've thought about it and it's the 50th anniversary of walt disney world (laughs) fail they did nothing it was the saddest yeah, celebration so I've ever been to. I've been to better celebrations for rides closing than the <laughs> 50th anniversary of Disney World. Like, what the heck? So, big fail. Mike and I that, flew all the way out there for That is a huge fail nothing. because, you know, you and I, we do a lot of research for this show, which means we go back and we see all kinds of other celebrations. And every time right. I see one, I'm like, wait, <laughs> that thing? Wait, what, what was this, the 27th? Like, who, what, why were they even celebrating that? Oh, gosh, there was something, there was something I was watching earlier that was related to, like, I think fails. It was the opening of something silly, and it had huge fanfare for it. And I was like, they got that, and we didn't get that for the 50th of Disney World. Yeah, I, we're, we're forever going to be, and deserve to be, bitter about this. They, I think so, too. <laughs> <sighs> Well, now that we've aired all our fails and all of the murders and all the deaths at Disney. This was a fun month. I want to do so much more research. This went beyond a month because we had so many cool topics that came from our Patreon members. Um, So just a reminder, check out 
Disneyholics on Patreon. If you want to be a member, you can do it any time of year. And we always have ways for you to contribute and give us ideas, including these Patreon takeovers we do. So thanks to this topic from Christina. We had a lot to talk about, a lot to research between fails and deaths. Yes, and um, not all of our Patreon members also submitted topics. So if you have some more, you guys, save them for next time. Um, And, I mean, if that was only some of them, imagine if everybody put in topics, we'll have so much more to talk about. So if you guys want to join in the fun, go ahead and join our Patreon before the next Patreon takeover. And with that said, thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Episode 79 of the Disney Holic Show. Follow us on social media at the Disneyholics. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, send us a message on Instagram or email us at fanmail at the Disneyholics.com. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, bye. Disneyland.